UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. And it's really nice to meet you, by the way. Um, yeah, hey guys, I thought he was going to another my... episode. Okay. Oh, it's all right. I'm just going to hit my intro. Another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have a fascinating guest with me today. Uh, the the creator of the Matrix. Uh, this, there was a, there was some controversy, but there's really no controversy. She won in a court case. Uh, she is the creator of the Matrix and the Terminator, Sophia Stewart. And about this woman, just incredible woman who I have with me. She's made a major impact in the world of film. Her again, her name is Sophia Stewart. She's a creative genius behind the Matrix and the Terminator film franchises. Sophia Stewart is a prodigy, a talented screenwriter, author of several books on the Matrix and Terminator, poet, attorney who graduated from CUNY and went to grad school in the University of Southern California in the 80s. She's from New York City and has a degree in journalism and double majors in law and psychology. She wrote The Third Eye Matrix, a groundbreaking science fiction copyrighted book and script that was later adapted as the Matrix and Terminator films. Even though she faced controversy in the origins of the franchises, Stewart persisted in fighting for true recognition and compensation for her groundbreaking work that won four Oscars in 2014. She won a historic legal victory in the Utah federal court that validated her as the creator and owner of the Matrix and Terminator franchises. The court awarded her $3.5 billion in liens and almost a half a million dollars in attorney fees, solidifying her place in film history as a trailblazing American black woman whose visionary work has inspired millions, if not billions, around the world. Fans of the Matrix and Terminator franchises know just how big of an impact these films have had on popular culture, and we owe a lot to Sophia Stewart for her groundbreaking work. So let's take a moment during Women's History Month and, and, and people around the world to honor her legacy and recognize the impact that black women have had on the world of film. And I want to welcome her to the uh, show. Uh, Sophia, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm, uh, thank you for having me. Um, um, and what I want to do to start off the show is I want to show the book. I'm going to put it up on the screen now. And that's the book. Okay. That called, her new book is called The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4, Cracking the Genetic Code. Now, a lot of people say, Sophia, a lot of people say that The Matrix is a documentary. Is Was the, was the first Matrix a documentary or is this new book more like the documentary? Uh, the Matrix was not like a documentary at all. It's like reality. You're living in the matrix right now. As you move forward in history, as you move forward in the future, we're living the matrix. What I wrote was the second coming of the Christ, 
the evolutions of consciousness, man versus the machines. In other words, God's children versus man's children, the artificial intelligence. So that is not a documentary. That is a reality. Am I right on yeah, that or not? I would agree. I was just thinking, I was thinking, is that kind of how the Terminator and the Matrix are combined? And, and how did you go about it in your first book? Like, where do they blend in together? They're one epic story from the beginning. The Terminator is the beginning. It's past, present, and future time travel. The machines in the future, here's the Oracle's prophecy that a baby is going to be born that's going to destroy them in the future when they oppress mankind. So they know that the woman is destined to have this baby is Sarah Connor. So they have to time travel to the past to kill Sarah Connor. So JC, John Connors, who grows up to be Neo, one and the same, will not be born. And Kyle Reese, he, he's, a, he's one of the leaders of the rebellion. So he has the time travel to save her from the Terminator. He invertly falls in love with her while he's protecting her, gets her pregnant, but he has to go back to the future. So now it's the Immaculate Conception. Do you see she fell in love with somebody? She's pregnant. She has the baby in her, the Matrix. The Matrix is a 7,000-year-old Latin word for the woman's womb, her stargate, her portal to bring babies into this world. In other words, I came from the womb of a woman, not out of the ass of a man. The matrix yes. is only the females and the female animals and the female insects can have babies to repopulate the earth, the egg. And the male has the seed that goes with the egg. Do you see what I'm saying? Man and woman, one. Yin and yang, yin and yang, right? And the, that's right. The seed and the egg. This is fascinating. Um, the, I, we already got comments from the, I'll put some of these comments up on the screen. Uh, Roberta Newman says, um, I'm just, if you can see these comments, Roberta Newman says, Miss Stewart, thank you so much. I love learning about your legacy. Way to go. A lot, of, a lot of people, you have a lot of fans in here. Um, let me just ask you this question. So when did you when did you first start get, thinking wow, about thank like, you. I'm yeah. very glad to see When did you first start thinking about like learning about esoteric topics? I was at USC. Oh, while I was at USC grad school, see my, my um, bloodlines, uh, I'm Portuguese and Cherokee. So my grandmother being full-blooded Cherokee from the Indian reservations in Missouri, she was a shaman, a healer, but she was also a visionary, a seer. And I inherit those gifts from her. And I saw in the future what was gonna happen, but I've been writing since I was 11 years old. I have a degree in journalism, a double major in law and psychology because I studied to be a lawyer as well as a doctor. That's so I saw this while I was at USC, like yeah. in the 80s. My copyrights are 81, 83, and 84. Terminator didn't come out to October the 26th, 1984. Well, I would say you were really ahead of your time because not a lot of people were thinking about simulated reality back then, right? Not at all. Uh, if people get my Third Eye Matrix and Terminator book, you will simply be blown away 
the see that I created those graphics, those special effects, the logos, the logos being the binary codes of the machine, the one and the zero that's raining down that you see on the book cover. And I also created the red and blue peel. I'll be back, the dialogue. Think about the red and blue peel, the blood of the living beings, God's children, versus the blood of the machines, which is nothing but blue and black oil or blue and black ink or pencil. Do you see? Because you deal with the birth certificates, the UCC. You see what I'm talking about? Commercial liens and so forth. Yeah. All of this is entwined. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think that's where we're heading in today's society with AI? Like, do you think, is that like why you said this is a, this is reality? Yes, we're living reality. We're living where every day man is creating in the laboratory. What is he creating? Uh, he's creating um, test tube babies, petri dish babies, artificial inseminated babies, gender manipulated babies, gender vendors, uh, clones, drones. Do you see what I'm talking about? We're living in that age of machineries. Because look, I'm born in the digital age, so this is my visions of the machines. H.G. Wells was born in the Iron Age, so you've got the old metal clankety-clank that you see in all of the old black and white and some color movies. Do you see what I'm talking yeah. about? He saw a, a machine as a robot, as metal. I see the machines as clones, drones, artificial intelligence. You know, one amoebas, test tube, petri dish, artificial inseminated, gender manipulated, gender benders. These are all created in the laboratories by man. Yeah. God brings a man and a woman together, and that's biological. Uh, egg and a seed. The man penis provides the seed. The woman's vagina ovaries provide the egg. That's the union. The animals are not confused. The animals procreate every day and they're not confused <laughs> by their genders. Yeah, I, I agree. Not at all. Yeah, I so agree. Why is man confused? Why I, is man, who is a higher conscious being, why is he confused? I, I agree. One one character that I, I wanted to talk about that I think is fascinating in the Matrix is the Oracle. For people that don't know, I mean, I mean, now the word Oracle is used a lot. Like there's Oracle cards that people use to predict the future, tell, you know, fortunes and stuff. And then the Oracle goes back to old Greek times where people would go see the Oracle for you know, divination purposes. Like, what was your uh, idea for writing the role about who the Oracle was and what her purpose was in the Matrix? Well, the Oracle characters, I created all the characters and graphics and special effects. I put myself in my work. I am the Oracle because I have the gift of sight and I'm prophesizing and I'm creating. And I've written several books on Matrix and Terminator. So this started in the 80s, but it's continued because when you just put up the book and everyone should get that book, that is a real fourth installment, not, not the regurgitation, not the resuscitation or resurrection movie that came out with John Wick and Tiffany and a naked man that's supposed to be more of his son. 
that is not the real matrix at all. You see what I'm saying? But the fourth installment, the book you just showed people, Matrix 4 Evolution, that's the real fourth installment. That is the continuations of the Matrix and the Terminator. And it takes us further into the future on how the machine is going to dominate. Eight billion people on Earth. Every day, someone is going to wake up and discover this book or this story. And there it is. I put the book up on the screen again. The book is called The Evolution of Conscious, Cracking the Genetic Code. Now, why do you call it The Evolution of Consciousness? What, what, because, what, what, what? because people are not consciously awakened. They are still asleep. Even though we go through evolution, even though we're gaining knowledge and communications upon the earth, do you know how many people are still asleep? Do you know how many people are waking up every day? And God says, my people, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. If you do not awaken, if you do not become a conscious uh, aware, you might not make it. You might not live here. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have no, to wake yeah, that, up. That actually makes that, that really makes sense. Um, now, you measured in law and psychology. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I was, you majored in law and psychology. How did that help you when you were dealing with the Matrix and Terminator franchises? Like, what happened with all that? Well, what happened was, uh, while I was uh, at USC, I sit looking for George Lucas. I sent my book out to a number of studios because um, I wanted Lucas to direct my work, George Lucas. I saw Star Wars in 1977, and I recognized the Star Wars, the wars in heaven. And George Lucas, if you go um, and on YouTube, he'll tell you he what he wrote was the sec was the um, how the um, how the uh, Dark Vader, the devil, actually fell from the light side to the dark side, and Luke and Leia are his children. And so I was like fascinated with that. Because there was a war in heaven, and Lucifer got kicked out. And what was he exiled? He was exiled to the earth. So I recognized that story, and I thought, well, why not do the second coming of the Christ? Because in evolution, it says the Christ was going to come back because something great was going to happen in the future where we would need the Christ consciousness to be born of a woman and come back. Now, you heard the first story of the Christ. It's in the Bible, written by those authors. But what I wrote was the second coming. When he comes in the future, the machines will become conscious or they become consciousness. And they will become more of aware. Do you see what I'm talking about? Because they would have physical bodies like the Terminator, wrapped in flesh, killed but cannot be killed. But you don't know it's a Terminator. You don't know it's a machine. He's time traveling, trying to kill Sarah Connor. He's naked without shame. He's told to put on clothes because he has no soul. He has no consciousness. He doesn't love. He kills. He has yeah. no compassion. He has no soul, no love, no compassion, no thoughts of affection. So you're saying like AI has no emotion, but it has all the intelligence they in the world. Those no souls. That's right. It has intelligence, but it has no seed 
and it has no soul and it has no rims of emotion, just conscious, you know, meaning knowledge. Yeah. Um, one, one, thing I, one thing I thought that was really interesting was that you, you got to meet Zachariah Sitchin. It was, I, I, I heard that in your interview you did with Eddie. Like that was, or you did a uh, shout out to esoteric Eddie. He's been on my show. I, I was listening to your interview with him. Like, cause you mentioned the, the fallen angels falling out of heaven. That made me think of that. What was it like meeting Zachariah Sitchin? Oh my God. It was amazing because this guy, one of my friends, uh, he introduces it, it, him to me. Uh, he's a big, he was a big fan of Zachariah Stitchin. So he hooked it up for us to talk. And Zachariah was actually a big fan of mine because he loved the Matrix. And he told me that all kind of people, you know, his book on the Anunnaki's, he said all kind of directors were, uh, in Hollywood, like Abrams and some other ones, uh, Spielberg, all of these great directors and producers were trying to get his book and to adapt it into a film, but he did not want him to. He wanted me to write his shooting script or his script, adapt his book into a script. And he told me, and he introduced me to his grandson named Chris. And he told Chris, Chris, I want Sophia Stewart, when it comes time for his book to be done into a movie, he wanted me to do it. And you know what? who else I also got to meet before he died? Harlan Ellison. I met Harlan Ellison. I remember they used uh, the, what you call uh, the teleplay from his old movie, The Black and White and The Terminator, all that old black and white look. That yeah. came from Harlan Ellison. I think they paid him like $85,000 for that background, that that display background for the Terminator. But it was an honor meeting him and was an honor uh, for him to meet me also. So yeah, that I is was really blessed because, yeah, because both of them have passed away. So it's amazing. Yeah. And there were people with me that can validate this. Yeah, like 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 um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about too was your uh, thoughts on extraterrestrials and the existence of UFOs. Like well, we know they exist. I mean, but I heard you did something fascinating. I heard that the Department of Homeland Security contacted you and was asking you about how UFOs fly, and you had put that in one of your books, correct? The book you just showed everybody, page seventy-seven. What happened was Homeland Security had read the Matrix 4 book, Evolution, and they called me and they told me I had solved the Roswell incident. Well, you know, the Roswell incident happened before I was even born. So I was totally amazed and blown away at what they're saying to me. And I'm like, what do you mean I solved the Roswell incident, knowing that that was before I was even here on the earth? And they said, well, we read your book and we had gotten these uh, alien ships and they sent me over proof from 1955 and I can send it to you and send it to anybody who wants to see it classified information back in 1955 from the Pentagon where they had captured these alien ships from Roswell period Roswell New Mexico when you know when the ships came the aliens died and they broke these ships down by aerodynamics, but they did not know how they flew. 
until they read the Matrix Four book. And in that book, how do they fly? On page, let me let me tell you, with the reversal of gravity, they fly with the reversal of gravity. In other words, I wrote on anybody that's got my book out there. Look at page seventy-seven. And if I had an honor, I would have brought one of the books so you could see it. But you get, the, I'll send you an e-copy of the book so you can go into it. But I'm actually explaining exactly how they fly with the reversal of gravity, how they are able to not be detected by machines. And this is why they have a hard time with UFOs. You know what I'm talking about? Tracking them. Yeah, because they're they're like, you know, they can speed up, they can slow down, they can disappear, they can cloak invisible. Well, I'm going into all of that technology in the Matrix 4 book. So anybody that wants to know and read about it, it's right there. I'm describing it to the T and it blew their minds. Again, I put the picture of the book on the, the screen. Like one of the viewers asked, like, how do you get the book? Because I know I, I PayPal'd you. And then you sent me a copy of the book, but like, how can the, how can the viewers get your book if they're interested? Like, what do they need to do to get this? Book? Oh, it's easy. If you're here in the United States, go to my website, matrixterminator.com. You can't forget about that. www.matrixterminator.com or truthaboutmatrix.com or simply Google Sophia Stewart and I'm going to come up. But everybody in the foreign countries, Get your book from Amazon. Go to Amazon. There's all these five-star reviews on three of my books are on there. I wrote four books on Matrix and Terminator. But you can get three of them right now on Amazon. And for anybody who wants to get them from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, On Demand. You got to ask for it because it's On Demand. Uh, Nook Press, eBooks. I have eBooks for those who want eBooks. You can get an app to read the eBook to you, and it'll become an audio book. So no problem. Get the book. I, I want to ask you this. this do you knowledge. think you ever, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you think you'll ever write a book on, like, the, I think this would be interesting, on the transition of John Connor into Neo. For the fans that just joined in now, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, Sophia was saying that how the Terminator and the Matrix relate is the character of John Connor and Neo. John Connor is Neo because Sophia wrote both the Terminator and Matrix. So I kind of wanted to examine that a little bit more. Like, how, like, can you talk about that a little bit? And would you ever consider writing a book yes, on I, the, the transition? Well, I mean, it's in the book. When you read the Third Eye book, it's there. A, all of it's there where a, he transits because when you look at the three movies, the movies are only a fraction out of the book. The movies are only one hour and 36 minutes, no more than two hours and 10 minutes. But if you look at the first Terminator movie, you see the transition to the second Terminator movie on to the third because you actually see when she's pregnant and she has a teenager and he doesn't know who he is consciously. You don't know why the Terminator is trying to kill him. And then you go on to the third Terminator. He's a man child. And he still doesn't know why they're trying to kill him. And then when you go into the Matrix, he's hitting out. He's hitting where the machines are looking. The Sentinel machines are looking here, there, everywhere for him. But he doesn't come out. He, they got him as a hacker, like they call Jesus a hacker. They got him as a hacker. The rebels come and wake him up to purpose. 
They let him know who he is. They give him the Oracle's prophecy. They take him to Morpheus to train him to fight the machines and to the Oracle to help him on his journey to destroy the machines. It's all there in the movies. The That's fascinating. All, now, all you got to do is look at the movies and chronological orders and you see the whole story. Two and three, which is Matrix two and three, the rebellion is in the book, Reloaded. The revolution is in the book. But killing um, Neo and Trinity is a dream. And I have to destroy two and three films and make them into a dream because you do not kill out Neo. You do not kill out Trinity. Do you know that's killing out the franchise? And why do we need to kill the franchise when I'm the one that created it and I'm the owner and I can continue it just like Stan Lee with Marvel? Marvel yes. world is Stan Lee. Matrix and Terminator is Sophia Stewart's world. Read I agree. the books. See for yourself. Go on Amazon right now. Google Amazon. Put in Sophia Stewart's books. Three of my books. There are hundreds and hundreds of reviews. Five-star reviews. Read them. I'm the real thing. Like Coca-Cola. Like Verizon. Can you hear me now? We, we got a question from the chat. This one's from Brian McMahon. He's on all the way from Ireland. He says, Rob, what's her views on that other guy who says he wrote The Matrix? Which guy? Andy and Larry Wachowski just lied to all of you guys. They have no copyrights. They have no scripts that they've written. They have no books that they've written. Google it. There are no scripts, no books, and their names. There is no Matrix or Terminator by James Cameron to put in for a copyright or a trademark is fraud on the government because you're a liar. They're liars. The two federal judges have validated that I am the owner and creator and that they had access to my book and my shooting, my script. Copyrighted book, copyrighted script. That's what makes me the owner. I own the copyrights to all the derivative films. Everything that's Terminator or Matrix, I own it. If you want proof, I'll send you the proof. Email me. Email me and get the proof. Google. That, that, Don't believe the lies, the illusions. So do you believe our world is really virtual and made up of binary code to, to like go from the matrix? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Or do you our believe world, that we're in pods like Neo or like, you know, that like we're, we're behind that there's a real me behind this matrix. Like, what are your thoughts on all that? Everything that you've ever been told is a lie. Yes. The world is made of numbers. The universal, the universal language is mathematics not spells or spelling, not words. That's witchcraft. Everything's are numbers. Look at your birthday. Look at your social security number. Look at your address. Look at the license plates on your car. Look at the exams you take. Look at the architect that builds the building. It's math. Look at the engineer that builds the car. It's math. What are they creating? Everything, whether it's a, a, a chair, a vacuum cleaner, a traffic light is created from mouth. Are you kidding me? Look around you. Every time you look at your windows, you see nothing but numbers. The music, 
the music scales or vibrational maps. I agree. Why I agree. are you guys not aware of this? No, I think Is everybody. I think right in the face. I think we're all awake. It's just like we want to hear your validation. You know what I mean? Like it's good to yeah. hear someone like we want to hear validation from the creator of the matrix. Like that's that's what it is. Now I wanted to move on to something else I heard in the esoteric Eddie interview. I gotta give a shout out to him. He was on my show and he's a good friend. Uh but what I wanted to say was you said in that that you were mentored by the Illuminati when you were young. Can you explain that and can you get into that a little bit? Yes, I was consciously aware, and I'm saying consciously aware of the Illuminati's and the Masons from the beginning. Hello? Yes, yes, I'm here. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm, I lost uh, visual. It's kind of weird. Oh, wow. She, uh, she cut out. Um uh, so we'll wait and see if she comes back in. If she doesn't come back in, then oh, there she goes. Hold on, I'll bring her back in. Do you guys have any questions for? Yeah, here I am right questions here. in the chat, and I'll get to your questions. Like I just keep waiting for an opportunity to say that to you guys. If you have any questions for Sophia, put them in the chat, and uh, I'll I'll get to them. Um, and thank you for coming on tonight, everybody. Thank you, Sophia, for coming on. This is amazing. Um, I love hearing your knowledge, your gnosis. I, I uh. I really enjoy it. Um, but anyway, so we were saying about that you were mentored by the Illuminati when you were young. Can you talk right. about that? I wanted to tell people that I was uh, prolifically writing at three years old. I didn't do any high school. I took the New York Regents and got the diploma and went into college. I was mentored by the Illuminati's when I was seven, eight, and nine years old. I knew who they were. It was called the Rosicrucian branch. The Rosicrucians is like the Christ branch. And they taught me a lot of consciousness, a lot of things about the world, a lot of things about what's going on here, what we call Earth, this physical domain, and how you can only come through here through a portal. Well, a portal means like the woman's womb, a stargate. And what is this woman's womb? It's called the matrix. And matrix is a 7,000-year-old Latin word, meaning the only way you can enter earth which is a physical domain and outside of the earth it is a spiritual domain that's why we have periods blood water and spirit so god's children are three-dimensional beings the astral body which is spirit the physical body which is in the matrix where you're eating and drinking water for nine months or 36 weeks while the physical body which is called transportation is being created the third body, the seed or the soul of continuation, meaning that when these three bodies come together at 12 weeks, at the 12th weeks, a doctor cannot perform an abortion because he's killing a living soul. But up to 11 weeks, it is nothing but blood, water, and spirit. That's, That's all, nasty. blood, water, and spirit. And so God's children have seeds. So everything that was created by God as a seed of continuation. This is why you should not cut off your penis to cut off your seed, because seed, your seeds are life. Look at the apple, look at the orange, look at the grapes. Everything has a seed of continuation. And if man created it, seedless, seedless grapes, seedless watermelon, seedless apples, everything seedless 
a clone seedless was created by man no soul no continuation so if you cut off your penis there is no continuation for you you have no purpose here because everything created by god was created with purpose everything was created by man that is seedless and soulless was created for his purpose his agenda whatever it is um, we got a question from the chat. Wait, let me get to it. This is from Esteban Herdez. Hi, Esteban. He says, question, how do we escape the matrix? Or is it not possible? You unplug, you unplug from the matrix. You unplug from the programming. Everything on TV, radio, newspaper, magazine, billboards, every day you're being programmed. But you've got to learn the difference between a program and reality. You got to learn the difference between a simulation and reality. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yes. You have to unplug and start looking at the truth or investigating, but not accepting anything that anybody tells you. You need to dig for the truth. You don't even have to believe me. I ask you to dig for it so nobody can fool you once you dig and find out the truth for yourself. That's, That's how fascinating. You know what's going you, on here. And and what about this one? Uh, this one's from Jessica Broxerman. She says, when do you feel we will have full disclosure of our matrix that we live in and the galactic universes? The moment you start digging for the truth. The moment you, not others, not others telling you what is true or not. Everything of truth is hidden in plain sight. Is right before your eyes. Because if they hide it, the law says anything that's hidden, you're going to find it out. But if I put it in your face, you won't see it. Your keys are on the coffee table, but you don't see them. You're tearing up the house. The diamonds are in the fish tank looking at you, but you're tearing up the house. That is how truth is. They're not hiding the truth from you. They got it hidden in plain sight right in your face. What do you accept? Yeah. Do you accept the lie or do you accept the truth? Because the more lies you accept, the more plugged in you are, the more programmed you are. The moment you start seeking truth, things begin to be unrevealed to you, open to you. It's left up to you. What do you want to do? It's an individual thing. It's not a, it's not a group. It's not a group thing. Yeah. I like what Paradox Fossils says here. Shout out to Paradox Fossils. He's a great guy. He says, discernment and overcome disappointment. He said what now? Discernment and overcome disappointment. Exactly. You need to discern and you need to overcome and you need not be disappointed. It's a journey like Neo. Go on Neo's journey and see all the things he had to overcome, all the adversity he had to overcome before he became successful, before he destroyed the machines, the programming, the lies, the ignorance. The matrix, right? It's all the matrix. The matrix. It's like we're, we're, we're living the, the, the like what the, what, the, uh, what the Gnostics would call our false reality or, you know, like what the Egyptians called the Ka, but the, the Egyptians called the material world the Ka, but the Ba is our spiritual energy, right? They, they say yes. you need to take the car and embrace your bar. Have you ever heard that? 
Yes, I have heard it. I know a lot about the Egyptian uh, manifest. Uh, it's the book of the living, the book of the dead. That's where the actual Bible was come from, from that book. And if you look at the third eye matrix, you'll see the pyramids. If you look at my work, you'll see a lot of stuff in knowledge that I'm talking about. Ancient aliens, ancient knowledge, ancient te technology that is so superior that people have no idea it's been, it was there back in the time of the Egyptians. And we yeah. think of it as new technology, but it's old. Um, what one more from Esteban Hernandez? He says, uh, "How do you explain the Mandela effect?" The Mandela effect is uh, just what we call, like in the movie with Denzel Washington, deja vu. Deja vu is talking about time travel. If you really want to understand the Bible and learn how to read it and understand it and to gain knowledge from it, think of the Bible being time travel. When you look at the Old Testament, that's our past. When you look at the New Testament, that's our presence right here, right now. When you read Revelations, that's the future, what one will become. So if you would break the Bible down by this and know that in Revelations, we can only grasp so much is going to be revealed to us. You see? But if you yeah. go and you look at the, the Old Testament, that was what happened to people when they once lived here, what happened to the earth. And when you do a, a old thing, the results is going to be that. But when you look at the presence right here, right now, it's telling you how to live. It's telling you the laws, the laws that you break. You're breaking God's laws. Thy should not kill. Thy should not steal. Thy should not covet it or take other people's turf or other people's love, land or loved ones, you know, stealing a wife or a husband or a girlfriend, taking somebody's home or taking somebody's money. You know what I mean? Coveting things that don't belong to you. Those laws are right there. And you should read them so you know how to live here, right here, right now. Get yeah. my books. Get my books and learn the esoterical knowledge, the terminology, uh, theology, technology, all of that, mysticism, spirituality, all of it's in my book. And a lot of fans, when you go on Amazon and read the five-star reviews, the fans will tell you what's in it. It looks like a movie. It reads like a movie. It puts you in that space where you can see and feel deja vu. The Mandela. I, I bought her book, guys. But I, I have it. It's amazing. Um, one more. I want, I want to get to a couple more. The, the, these people love you. All the fans are writing just really nice comments. Uh, Flix Love says, Sophia, how do you deal with the automatic thoughts and aware of the programming? Do you meditate or something else? No, I do not meditate at all. Uh, I'm not saying meditation is not bad because some people need it. But I'm saying that I do not need it. I like to deal with reality. You see, I don't want to um, not, you know, not know what's going on. Some people don't want to know what's going on. Some people whether bury their heads. It's just like this. You take the red or the blue pill. You take the red pill, you see how deep the rabbit hole goes. I want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes. I want to see how many lies are being told. I want to see how much truth is out there. 
and how much truth I can find. Or you take the blue pill and you believe the lie. You know you're not eating steak like Cypher. And you lie and kill for the lie. Or you die for the lie. The choice is yours. The red blood, we, we cut ourselves every day we're bleeding. Red blood comes out of us. The machines, they got black and blue oil or ink. Yeah. When you write with yeah. a pencil. When you're Just writing like the reading. Yes. And one, of, one of the guests, Indiana, Indiana, wants me to ask you about the Anunnaki. Or they, he wants to know, are Enki and Enlil both evil? Are they what now? Both evil. Like the character, the, the, the myth, the Enki and Enlil Anunnaki figures. Do you think they're both evil? Evil. No, we have good and evil upon the earth. We have good people, bad people. You can't say all cops are bad because they're good cops. We can't say all judges are bad because there's some good and bad judges, good and bad people. What The people who are standing for good and truth, you got to look for people that are good and truthful and you get your answers. Do you see what I'm talking about? But we can't say that everything is bad or everything is good. It is simply good and bad commingling. And those who deal with the truth, look for people of truth. And those who deal with lies, then you're going to deal and continue to be buried, plugged in, not living. Yeah, and the, and the only way to... And the only way to over overcome the matrix is to unplug, right? To get away from this, like this, this technocratic society that we become. Is that kind of correct? Yes, because you don't have to accept it. You can change anything you don't like here. You do not have to accept the matrix. You can unplug and live a wonderful life. You don't have to live a lie. You don't have to live a life of lies. You can be happy here. You don't have to mimic or copy others. Be yourself. Do what you want to do. You only have a short period of time here. Excuse me. Your life is timed from birth to death. It's timed. What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to be confused all your whole life here? Do you want happiness? Seek it. If you want truth, seek it. But it's I, up to no, you. I, you came here on your own, and when you leave here, you're going to leave by yourself. You're right. We, we, we come into this world in pain, and we leave in pain, right? Like, I, I, I got a question for you, though. Um, What are your thoughts on – this is, like, kind of like a hot topic lately, like the soul trap theory, like that like that we live in – that like the moon's like a recycling, that it recycles our souls, and that we're part of a soul trap, and that, like, the earth is mostly malevolent or negative. What would you say to that? Uh, the earth is beautiful. The earth has always been beautiful. If you go back in history and you got the books and some of them are lying, but if you get the older books, you're going to get more truth. That's why the collectors pay all that money for those first printing books because the author is giving you the truth. So if you look at the truth of this earth, this earth has always been beautiful. It's never been destroyed. What is going on here? or people coming here and leaving. The moment somebody is being born, someone is dying. The moment someone is dying, someone is born. It's the perfect balance coming and going. And look, you came here naked with, with, not, with nothing. When you leave out of here, you leave naked with nothing. 
So enjoy what's here in this physical domain because you can't take it with you. And you can't, you didn't bring it, you can't take it. It was created to enjoy. You can create even more beautiful things to enjoy. But look, live your life fully, unafraid, unhampered. Seek and try to have a wonderful time here because it's just a short period of time, no more than 120 years. Yeah, well, we're, uh, some of us are lucky if we get to 50 years, right? I mean, like, That's I right. mean, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, I mean, like, I'm 43 now and I'm starting to, um, you know, I don't know what the right word is. I'm, I'm starting to think about the widow maker, you know, like, I'm thinking, when, when's my time going to be up? Because I don't think I'm going to be on this earth for long. I, I just yeah, have but that don't feeling think like that. Do not think like that. Don't feel like that. Any and everything is possible that we think, that we perceive, that we speak. Let's speak into the universe positive things. Let's say I'm going to be here forever and I'm going to do the incredible things here because you speak into existence self-fulfilling prophecies. So let only good things and good thoughts. Remember the old saying, speak no evil, see no evil, and hear no evil. Let us think beautiful thoughts. Let us speak into the universe what kind of lives we want by positive vibrations. Let the universe, let God, let us live, let us create. Let us have a wonderful time here. Because yeah. again, no bad thoughts. I agree. One thing I wanted to cover with the audience real quick is that is uh, you've won a lot of awards, but in 2006, you won the NAACP's Rosa Parks Award. Like, right. Uh, was that for your, your, your film for what you've done with the matrix and stuff like that? Yes, because I like her fought and did not, you know, settle. She was a woman of in incredible courage. And I myself had to have that same courage in order to, succeed and win like I did in the, in the courts September the 25th, 2014, when the two federal judges ruled in my favor that my work was taken and by these studios and people and adapted into the screen of the two biggest franchises in the world that made billions of dollars and that I was owed $4.9 billion. They couldn't steal and own my work because I own the copyrights but they stole the money and they counterfeited just like little Nas X counterfeited Nike. He knew that Nike was a billion dollar company that owned the copyrights and the trademark, but that didn't stop him and um, the company mischief and the executives. They counterfeited Nike. sold 666,000 copies put blood on Nike, altered it. And Nike came after them for the money. Now the government needs to come after them for counterfeiting, which is the criminal case. It's always two cases, civil case for the money and a RICO case for the criminal act of counterfeiting. You see what I'm saying? Lil Nas X and the company Mischief and the executives can never own Nike. Just like they can never, the crooks that stole from me can never own Matrix or Terminator because of the copyrights and the trademarks that I hold way before they even adapted the movies. Terminator came out October the 26th, 1984. Matrix came out March the 31st, 1999. While I'm at USC, my copyrighted work 
My copyrights are 81, 83, and 84, February the 6th of 84, way before the movies ever came out. How do you think they got a hold of your work? Like, what, what do you think they did to get a hold of you? I, think they I sent it to them looking for George Lucas to direct. I sent them my script, copyrighted script, and copyrighted book. It's all in the third eye book. The documents, the letters from them of access, the FBI's documentation, because they uh, also investigated the U.S. Attorney's Office, the DOJ. All of it's in the book, the first book, the third eye matrix and terminator book. The eye of God, because on earth we have two eyes. The third eye is the all-seeing, all-knowing eye of God. The third, the matrix, the woman's womb, Stargate, her portal, Terminator, end time revelations, because that's where the prophecy says that Jesus Christ, John Connor, that grows up to be Neo, one and the same, the matrix is going to be born again. And John the Revelator was the only one to call Jesus the one. Wait, wait, wait. I want to rewind on something you said. You said that a woman's wombs look kind of like a stargate. Like, can you talk it's about that? Portal. That was interesting. Yes, it's a stargate. It's a portal. Because what happens is no Dr. Frankenstein can create or turn a man into a woman. We have what you call for nine months a feeding tube while the baby is going through evolution. This tube is feeding the babies for nine months or 36 weeks. It's called the umbilical cord. And when the baby comes out, we have breast milk to feed the babies. When the doctor give a man tumors, they're false growth. They can turn cancerous. If somebody hit them, they're going to turn cancerous. Do you see? He cannot create yeah. a matrix, a womb, a stargate, a portal. Because when a baby come out of our matrix, out of our womb, He's coming out of that warm, that warm water. The first thing he appears is, is blood, the period, blood, water, and spirit, the astral body. Then he, he develops into a physical body with a heartbeat. At 12 weeks, he's a full living being with a seed, a soul of continuation. No, no doctor can give a man estrogen. That estrogen running through our body expands the matrix, the stargate, the portal. And the only way you could come in is through that matrix. For nine months, you're eating heated water. That's why I told people, if you eat, drink heated water every morning, 16 to 18 ounces, and wait one hour after you, if you drank it, wait one hour before you eat. You will look 25 years younger. Your skin will be glowing, beautiful. You'll be reborn. Wait, how do you do this? You drink every morning. You, you heat up boiled water less than two minutes. 16 to 18 ounces every morning you drink it. And you wait one hour before you eat, because what it does is cleans out your colons, your large colon tract and your small colon tract. That is the immune system. That's where all diseases come from, is in our immune, in our guts. If we don't keep them clean, 
We get constipated. We get backed up. We're leaving bacteria, toxin, poison, parasites, all kinds of tapeworms. All of this stuff needs to be cleaned out of our bodies. And it keeps us young, 25 years younger, healthier. You have no kind of problems if you do this and do not break it. Now, people think they can do it and skip a day and all that. Uh-uh. You have to be committed. And it's two just boiled months. water. It's just boiled water. That's right. Boiled water for less than two minutes. Get you a mug, 16 to 18 ounces. Drink that heated water every morning. Wait one hour before you eat. Let it clean you out for one hour. So if I take it at 9 o'clock, I can't eat till 10 o'clock. So will coffee and tea do the same thing or no? Yes, look at my skin. Look at how my skin is glowing. Are you kidding me? Look at me. Yeah, you look very young. I mean, you look you look very radiant. You really do. That's I mean, right. like, I mean, like, I, I I'm I I really like. I I'm gonna try that. I'm always up for like health stuff. Um, I'm seeing if anybody else I has can, any I other. I can questions. show you people that have transformed. You take a before picture. You write a start date when you start. If you start tomorrow, write the start date. This is very important. Take a before picture. And look at yourself every two to three weeks. Take a picture and watch you transform. In two months, you're going to even recognize yourself. You're going to call me up. You're going to say, oh, my God, Sophia, this is amazing. How come no one has told us? The Japanese doctor. It's called the Water Regiment. I'll send it to everybody. I'll send it to you. You will transform, but you cannot, you cannot break it. It has to be done. You have to be committed. You can never break it. It's a lifestyle. But when you see the results, you're not going to want to. When you see how healthy you are, when you go back to see a doctor, you're not going to want to. The doctor's going to ask you, what are you doing? You're not going to be taking any more biopharmaceuticals anymore. No more chemicals in your body. The water is the most important thing upon the earth. It is the healing. We were in the womb, the matrix, for nine months. And when we came out of the mother, the baby's skin was glowing. Perfect health. Yeah. That's, water. that's fast. Heated water. I'm going to show the book again before we go because I want everybody to see. I don't know if you can see it. I'm putting it on the screen now. Wait, let me, let me yeah, see. Yeah, I the see button it. It's excellent. It's excellent. You can see it. Yeah. The, the book's called The Evolution of Conscious Matrix for Breaking the, G the DNA Code, right? Breaking the, D uh, no, the genetic codes. That is. Uh, the genetic code. Yeah, genetics. Genetics do mean the gene codes. Breaking the gene codes, which is the DNA. That is correct. The DNA genetics. Breaking the genetic codes. Awesome. Staying healthy, staying young, defeating and come, overcoming adversity. Read my books. Get the knowledge. The knowledge is there. Look at the five-star reviews on Amazon. Those who want to buy directly from me, go to my website. Those in the foreign countries, get it from Amazon. But those that want to deal with me directly and get it from me directly, ebooks, go to my website, truthaboutmatrix.com, matrixterminator.com. One word, matrixterminator.com, www.matrixterminator.com. 
or simply Google Sophia Stewart's website and go to YouTube, listen to my interviews. I've done over 5,000 interviews, speaking engagements, all kinds of stuff. Wow, that's fascinating. Well, well, thank you so much, Sophia. It was an honor to meet you. I'm really happy we did this, and uh, I'll send you a link now. When I, when you know, in a, in, I'm gonna, I'm, it's, it's up now for everybody to watch. But I'll send you a link anyway. Oh, uh, one more question. Just, she, when someone wants to know, does boiling water get rid of the fluoride? No, I don't think it does. That you have to get a. I use use a filter. I use a restore water water pitcher, like. You you have to use a filter to get rid of that shit. Like you go and you definitely want to get rid of that shit. Like I'm a water purist. Like you you gotta have clean water. But um yes, oh, and for good me, water. Yes. Go on. Yeah. And for guys, if you want to donate, you can donate through the PayPal. If you want to buy merch, my merch is listed in the description. Um Sophia's links are gonna be in the description. Um, anything you need to know will be in the description. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in there. And uh yeah, thank you so much, Sophia. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed your show today, and I hope to come back again. Bye-bye, okay. everyone. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you for tuning in.